When people die, one of the most common words we hear in burial is don't cry. You'll see him again. The same thing was what the angel told us when Jesus was being taken up. They were just gathering with Jesus, maybe at a place that looks like the junction. And Jesus was talking to them. So while they were looking at Jesus, all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost started lifting him up. So he was raised up. As he was talking, he was raised up. The words he spoke about were so intense and so powerful that nobody noticed that he's living. So they were so desperate to hear more and they were not even careful to know that he's leaving. So they stayed so high to listen to him until they couldn't hear his voice again. They wanted to hear Jesus the more because now it's proven to them that he is the way. It's proven to them that he is the truth and he is life. And they've seen when he was crucified and they have also seen how he resurrected. And this is them talking to Jesus with holes in his hands. So their level of believing in God as at this time was beyond how the Abed obeyed him. And they were staring at him on seal. An angel appeared and was standing close to them. And they couldn't see the angel. They were still staring. And the angel started talking to them. He says, oh you men of Galilee. He was admiring how they were staring up. And he was saying to them, how I wish you can stay like this till he comes back. How I wish because sometimes people can give their life to Christ on Sunday. And they are so much on fire for God. January, it's over. Before you know it, they get back to their sin. So he was like, how I wish you can stay up like this till he comes. How I wish your curiosity and desperation for this Jesus will continue like that. How I wish you have this innocent expectations and your desperation for him can keep continuing like this. And he started to talk to them and he said, this Jesus that you watch going up in the same manner, just like he's being lifted up like this, he'll come down again. This is actually what John is saying because John was among the people who were grieving to see him more, who were desiring to see Jesus the more. So when John is talking to us in First John, he says, Behold, what manner of love is this that the Father has bestowed upon us? What kind of love that God saw that we were sinners? God saw that we deserve hell. God saw that man has failed. What manner of love is this? When you hear the Bible say, for all have sinned, it was obvious that we were labeled sinners. Men were good in manufacturing sin. And when God was fed up, what God used to do is that when he has very many people and the level of sin becomes too much, he will just destroy those set of people and maybe use two or three persons and create another wall. So Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. Put this all their blame on me. I may not be a sinner, but punish me for the sin that they have committed. And since I know that you will be faithful again to bring me up on the third day, put the sin on me and let me face the punishment of their sin so that whoever among them will believe in me and follow my ways will live. And John was explaining. He says, what manner of love is this? I'll be talking.
been on the purification series. We're preaching to you on Give Me Purity Part 2. Yeah, First John chapter 3 from verse 1 to 3. This is what it says. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knoweth him not. Verse 2. Behold, now we the sons of God and it do not yet appear what we shall become. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Verse 3. And every man that had this hope in him purified himself. Even when people die. One of the most common words we hear in burial is don't cry. You'll see him again. One of the most common words we find in burial is that people say, don't cry. We'll do what? We'll see him. We'll see him again. Most times we'll see him again. He said about people that we don't even want to see again. Imagine someone who was around raping, kidnapping, killing, troubling the society. When he dies, consciously or unconsciously, you hear words like, don't worry, don't cry, we'll see him again. The same thing was what the angel told us when Jesus was being taken up. They were just gathering with Jesus, maybe at a place that looks like the junction. And there were just very many, and Jesus was talking to them. And as at this time, it was so obvious that he had resurrected. So it wasn't only appearing to people in secrets again. It had started appearing to multitude of people. So while they were looking at Jesus, and all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost started lifting him up. So he was raised up. As he was talking, he was raised up. As he was talking, he was raised up. The words he spoke about was so intense and so powerful that nobody noticed that he's living. It was so touching and so, so calling that people were not interested in his living, but they were interested in hearing what he was saying. Because it looks like every time he opens his mouth, what he is sending into the people's ear is just beyond words, but it's life. So they were so desperate to hear more, and they were not even careful to know that he's leaving. So they stayed so high to listen to him until they couldn't hear his voice again. And they were still staring. It wasn't to them that something has happened that has never happened before. It was something extraordinary. They wanted to hear Jesus the more because now it's proven to them that he is the way. It's proven to them that he is the truth and he is life. And they've seen when he was crucified and they have also seen how he resurrected. And this is them talking to Jesus with holes in his hands. So what other evidence are we looking at? 
rather than believing in him so much. So their level of believing in God as at this time was beyond how they've ever obeyed him and how they've ever looked at him. And they were staring at him until he was up there and they were staring the beauty of how he's taken up to heavens and all of a sudden when they couldn't see him again and they were still staring an angel appeared and was standing close to them and they couldn't see the angel. They were still staring. And the angel started talking to them and said, hey, 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 hey. So all of them brought down their faces and he says, oh, you men of Galilee. He was admiring how they were staring up and he was saying to them, how I wish you can stay like this till he comes back. How I wish because sometimes people can give their life to Christ on Sunday and they are so much on fire for God. January, it's over. February, it's over. March, before you know it, they get back to their sin. So he was like, how I wish you can stay up like this till he comes. How I wish your curiosity and desperation for this Jesus will continue like that. How I wish you have this earnest expectations and your desperation for him can keep continuing like this. And he started to talk to them and he said, this Jesus that you watch going up. In the same manner, just like he's being lifted up like this. In the same manner, he'll come down again. In the same manner. Just the same manner. Just the same way you've watched him like leave the ground like this. The same manner, he's coming down again. Just the same manner. And that's actually to prove science, right? On a sense. That gravitational force is possible that whatever thing goes up will come down. So God wasn't trying to alter their scientific belief. He was trying to tell them, so it may not be your time, but in the same manner, the same way he's being taken up, he will return back. So when we talk about First John, this is actually what John is saying. Because John was among the people who were grieving to see him more, who were desperate. To see him, who were desiring to see Jesus the most. So when John is talking to us in First John, he's talking to us and this is what he's saying. He says, behold, what manner of love is this that the Father has bestowed upon us? What kind of love that God saw that we were sinners? God saw that we were guilty. God saw that we deserve hell. God saw that man has failed. What manner of love is this? That we were guilty of. Maybe you have never seen a bold criminal before. I've seen a bold criminal before. They take him to the court and they say, are you guilty? say, I'm guilty. Have you seen such a bold criminal, maybe in a movie or something before? They ask, are you guilty? say, I'm guilty. They say, I hope you know the punishment, the penalty. He said, yes, I know. The penalty of this. I know I'm guilty. I watched a video of a criminal who was being interviewed. And the guy said he's guilty. And the problem is that he said that he was a bad guy before he was taken to the prison before. And in prison, he had learned so many bad things that when he came back, he did more evil than how he was before he went to the prison. So the police now asked him. They were interviewing him. The press people now asked him, so what do you think they should do to you? He said that he thinks that they should kill him. Because this one that they are carrying him again to the prison, that if he comes back, he will be worse. 
the, the problem he has is that he has come out. Listen, these are the things the guy said. I have the video in my phone. The guy said that the problem he has is that he has been looking for somebody to change him and he has not found anybody to change him. He doesn't like the life he lives and he knows he's a guilty person. He has collected something from very many people. He has raped very many people. The press were saying that he had raped up to 30 people. He said, no, 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 it's not up to 30 people. It's up to eight people. Tell me I have collected guns from people and so on, but I know the people are raped. Yes, think of it's about eight persons. Yes, I've raped eight over eight persons. Yes, that's what the guy was saying. And they were not saying, I think you have robbed about 15 houses. He said, no, 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 it's more than 15 houses. No. He was, guy was honest about it. And he says, I came out and I can't see. Nobody was changing me. Nobody could change me. So now that you guys are taking me back, I think I'm going to be worse than this when I come out. Our life as sinner was like that. When you hear the Bible say, for all have sinned, it was obvious that we were labeled sinners. Men were good in manufacturing sin. They brought a new sin, invention of sin. So men will commit sin and will tell the enemy, Satan, please give name to this one. We don't know the name. Give name to this one. Yeah, we were sinners. And when God was fed up, you see, I've taught you that what God used to do is that when he has very many people and uh, the level of sin becomes too much, he will just destroy those state of people and maybe use two or three persons and create another wall. He had done it in Noah's time. He has done it in Sodom and Gomorrah. So Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. Put this all their blame on me. I may not be a sinner, but let me be seen. Punish me for the sin that they have committed. And since I know that you will be faithful again to bring me up on the third day, put the sin on me and let me face the punishment of their sin so that whoever among them will believe in me and follow my ways will live. And John was explaining. He says, what manner of love is this? What manner of love is this? Because I found people who say they love people on the graveside of their loved ones. Have you been on the graveside of somebody you love so much before? With all the love and all you have, all the unreserved love you have for the person, all you can do is to just say, Mama, Mama, this is flower. And you leave. With all the undying love, all you can do is to give the person a nice coffin for a befitting burial. You can't even go in with the person. All you can do is, please let me see him for the last time. They opened the grave. And you looked at the guy, you looked at him and said, cover it, cover it, cover it. With all the love, all the love, all the vows, husband and wife. When I hear husband and wives make powerful vows, I tell myself, God, give him the grace. Give her the grace. With all the powerful love vows, you hear people say things like, powerful things that you can't even explain. It's only what God can say to a human being. You see, a woman say to a man and the man we echo say it to each other and we laugh. Powerful love vows. Powerful love vows. And one time the man cheats or one time there's a problem. They forget all the vows. The vow vanishes. And this is John. John said, what manner of love is this? And it is love because God knows who you are. And still choose to love you. It is love. I don't know how many of you will have a friend who's a thief, who steals so much. And you will still say, this is my friend. As in everybody knows this guy. He's a bad guy. And you hold him and say, this guy is my friend. That's what Jesus did. Everybody knew who you were. They knew who you are. 
they knew what you are capable to do and they still love you so this john chapter 1 1st john chapter 3 verse 1 says what manner of love is this that the father would bestow upon us bestowing of love means i don't deserve the love he just imposed love on me i have not done anything positive to keep the love going he just bestow love on me he just imposed love on me he chose to love me even when i don't love him he just chose to so he says what manner of love that the father has bestowed upon us that we this is the most important part of it that we should be called sons of god so now he loves us so much that he doesn't even want to treat us as anything else he just said you are my son what kind of love is this that god is calling us his son which of the dpo would see somebody who is a hardened criminal who has been taken to the prison many times and we'll bail the guy maybe this time around the parents said we are not bailing you again stay there rot there and the dpo after staying for some time nobody came to bail the guy would we'll just bail the guy and said okay i bail you and from today i want to adopt you as my son and takes the bad guy to his family and said to his family from today i want to introduce you to my last born my last son this is my son so so that's the same thing jesus did god did for us he said what manner of love is this that he will call us the sons of god he will call us the sons of god in verse 2 something very powerful happens he will call us the son of god and he says therefore the verse 2 is very important here he says beloved Now we are the sons of God. So from the time God said we are sons of God, he made us sons of God. Not only that we are becoming sons of God, but we now have access to talk to him like a father. When Jesus was teaching the disciples how to pray, say when you are praying, say our father that is in heaven, which means you have now become a sons of God. So when you are communicating with him, don't communicate like you are a servant because you've been bought. Communicate like a son. And in verse 2 the Bible says, "Beloved, now we are sons of god so what should we do from there and it does not appear to us what we shall become there is how we will become which has not yet appeared to us he doesn't appear to us how we shall become this is what he says john is saying he doesn't yet appear to us what we shall become but we know that when jesus appears we shall be exactly like him because we are not cousins we are becoming brothers so the moment he appears i'm going to explain a little bit on how he appears in all the gospel when jesus was on earth he was subjected to biology that is subjected to genetics now if the mother mary was shot then jesus is going to be shot because the bible said in philippians chapter 2 that he had to humble himself to the flesh so the flesh had to determine if it's going to be fair if it's going to be dark there are some group of american black americans who believe that jesus was dark so that he was going to be dark if it's dark some if mary is fair so he subjected himself to that so john hmm, and all the disciples stayed with jesus and did not know the real jesus the real jesus because jesus they saw was subject to the flesh and will have to resemble the jewish as if he is a jew with us jesus is not a jew jesus is a god of the whole world but he has to look like a jew because he has to obey so the now in revelation the bible says jesus appeared 
when he appeared and saw John, John fell down as though he was dead. Jesus had to hit him up and said, I am the Alpha and you've stayed with me for too long. How come you don't know me? The Bible said John started explaining how he was. His face was like a fire, just like a sun. His legs was, they was explaining how. So now the appearing of Jesus doesn't look like how Jesus was before he appeared. So John is not the one explaining to us in First John that we don't know how we will be when we appear. We don't know. See, it says we don't know how we are going to look like because sometimes we may lose our hands because of the sake of the gospel. We may lose our eye because of the sake of the gospel and we won't look like our mothers. We don't look like our fathers when we appear. And it says when Jesus appeared, we shall be the same. We shall be like him. Do you know why we have to be the same thing? We have to be the same because it has to look like we are all given birth to by the same God. It has to look like the same God who gave birth to him, gave birth to us. Yeah. If not, people will question our identity. So the Bible said, when we see him, we shall be like him. In verse 3, my conclusion, the Bible says, anybody who has this hope, <laughs> if your hope of coming to church is not just to come and get a car from the Lord, build a house. If your hope is that if one day I die, that if I die, I'll see God one day. If that's your hope, verse 3, the Bible said, if this is your hope, there are people that come to church and their hope is, God give me a job, God give me a husband. The Bible says, if all that you need from Jesus is for all this worldly pleasure, you are of all men most miserable. That is to say, you are not the one we are talking about. But we are talking about the people that their hope is that the same way I stood on my mother's graveyard and I said, God, I believe I'll see this woman again. And I left the graveside with the hope, you know, understand, with the hope that I'm going to see her again. And I left. It's the same way I'm leaving the church, knowing that if accidents happen, God forbid, and something happens to my life, or I sleep and I don't wake up, you don't like hearing things like that. Or maybe sickness takes my life untimely, that is what you think, but everything is always on time, when it has to do with God. Or if rapture takes place now, my hope, my hope, the Bible says, if your hope is to see Jesus on the last day, and as we see him, at first we will appear in heaven, looking like I am now. We will appear in heaven looking like I am now. And the moment Jesus appears and comes closer to us, his appearance starts changing my appearance. And the more I close, oh my God, the more I walk close to him, I'll be changed to exactly what it looks like. And the Bible says, if this is your hope, then everyone that has this hope should purify himself. Everybody that has this hope, if this is your hope, <laughs> if this is your hope, I know God will give me very many things that I'm asking God for. I know God has all the blessing for you, but that's not my hope of following Him. That's not why I'm following Him. Those three ones are the Bible, the one the Bible says it shall be added unto us. These are the ones that will be added. But if my hope, because my hope is not going to be that I will have the best of the car in the world and I die and I can't see Jesus. No, that's not my hope because the Bible says that when we see him, we shall be like him. So that's my hope. I've seen somebody, there was a comedy somewhere. Somebody made a comedy. How he shaked Davido. And when he shaked Davido, he has to carry the hand, cut the hand, and put it on a frame. 
and put it somewhere and has a cut hand and he laminated the hand and kept. And so when people come to his house, they know that that hand has shaken. When you hear unbelievers say some things, they say, Dad, do you know where I've entered? Do you know people that I have shaked hands with? Do you know people I've talked to one-on-one? Do you know how many offices where I don't enter for this axle? How many offices where I don't enter? I've entered HOD's office. Do you know I don't shake hands with VC? And when I hear people talk, say, say things like that, I say, God, I hope you know my only hope, my only hope is if I can just see you. Because the Bible says when we see him, we shall be like him. And the Bible says, whoever has this hope, purify yourself. Let's be upstanding. If this is your hope, this is your hope. Dominero Nero Blessed So the cross Went down Jesus Told me If Muslims would kill because they have a hope of sleeping with seven virgins or more when they die. And they kill. And they do something very extreme. They kill themselves for a silly hope. That's something you can actually do as a rapist. And you have a hope. If I see Jesus before you see Jesus, you'll be struggling to identify between me and Jesus when you reach heaven. It will stress you much to be able to know which one is Jesus, which one is Evangelist Anekanapabi. Because the Bible says, when I see him, I'll be like him. If this is your hope, then this is your advice. The Bible said, purify yourself. Purify is take out what does not belong to you. Is it there are times that I was checking the definition meaning of purification, and one of the things that the dictionary was telling me was that it was taking thing that is not meant to be there. That is, the thing is not meant to be there. Take it away. So it was talking about something being pure that you have to take something out that is not meant to be there. You can commit sin so much until you start thinking that you are a rapist. But originally. You were created in the image of God. And there is no raping consciousness in that image. So what happens is that the enemy has successfully planned something in you and make you believe that that thing is part of you. But the moment Jesus comes in, he purifies. How does he purify? He takes out something that is not meant to be there. That is why when you receive Jesus into your life, you find what is called refreshment. You find that refreshing. You find good again. You experience the joy of salvation. That is, your spirit man becomes happy because at least for a moment he can now be himself because he's saved from being imposed. 
It's safe from imposing lie. The devil makes you lie and impose lie on you and make you start living a life of a liar and make it look like that's your nature. But the moment we find Jesus, he delivers us. And so the Bible said, purify yourself. That is to say, whatever thing that doesn't belong to that body, whatever thing that doesn't belong to that image of God, get it out. Get it out. If you have this hope, if you have this hope, if you have this hope, lift your hands up, everybody. Hope. We are going to sing that song again. Domini Nero Nero Blessed Lord To the cross With Jesus wherever you are. Start talking to Jesus wherever you are. Start talking to Jesus wherever you are. Speak to him. Don't be silent. Talk to Jesus. Talk to Jesus. Speak to Jesus. Talk to him. I have all she had at a guy. Start talking to Jesus. Talking to Jesus wherever you are. Start talking to Jesus. Purify me, Lord. That could be your prayer. Help me, Jesus. That could be someone's prayer. Father, help me. Forgive me of my sins. That could be your prayer. I'm sorry, Lord. That could be your prayer. Change me, Lord. That could be your prayer. Very powerful prayer. Make me, Lord. That could be someone's prayer. Transform me, Lord. I want to be your son. I want to be your child. Forgive my sins. That could be somebody's prayer. That could be your prayer. I had a bow, she can't ever guy. A robo belly the cobo she got a guy. What manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Had not yet appeared to them what we will be. But when we shall see him, we will be like him. Anyone that has this hope. Let him purify himself. Anyone that has this hope, let him purify himself. Let him be free from guilt of sin. Let him be free from imperfection. Let him be free from sin. I have a bullshit at a guy. Lord, I have a shunned at a guy. Say, I have a shunned at a guy. Be 
Lift your hands up, everybody. On Christ the soul, lit rock I stand. All on the ground, Can I hear your voice? All on the I love scriptures like, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul in hell? What, what shall it profit a man? Everybody close your eyes. Let me pray for you. What, what do you think it profits a man after gaining the whole world? Gaining a whole world, drive the breast of the vehicles, get the whole thing, and you lose your soul. What does it profit a man? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. I want to pray for you. You need the help of Jesus. So, when we give our life to Christ, you are actually building. I'm not saying having money and expensive things is not is not good. But if you have them and you don't have Jesus, you have not built them on a solid ground. But if you have them on and have Jesus, you built it on a solid ground. That's why the, so, the song says, On Christ the solid rock I stand. And I'm asking you now, what are you standing on? Have you made Jesus your Lord and Savior? That's how to stand on the solid rock called Jesus. Our hope is that when we see Him, when this life on earth is over, when we switch over to the other side, when we see Jesus, we shall be like Him. That's our hope. That's our hope. That's our hope. There are no Mercedes Benz after this world too. The, in the world beyond, there are no cars there for people to drive. So if your hope is driving the best car, you only drive in this world. The other world, there's no car to drive. Yeah. The other worlds, the other worlds, people don't build houses. You don't build houses over there in the other world. You only live in the houses that were built for you. So if your hope is living in the biggest of the nicest of the house, you can actually build a very nice house and still die. Without entering into it. But if your hope is Jesus. If your hope is Jesus. The Bible says purify yourself. Let's do it together. Trust and obey. There is no
rule over it rule over it in the name of Jesus if you are here you want to give your life to Jesus lift your hand above your head if you are here you want to give your life to Jesus let your hands be lifted above your head as I'm going to pray for you right now you want to give your life to Jesus let your hands be lifted up above your head so we pray for you doesn't matter where you are hearing us from where are you hearing us from our podcast we want you to lift up your hands above your your head if you if you need Jesus now tomorrow may be too late tomorrow may be too late tomorrow may be too late father i pray for hands lifted up i pray in the name of Jesus that you purify that you call men closer to yourself i pray in the name of Jesus that they are dragged closer to your presence they are dragged and they are brought closer to your presence I pray in the name of Jesus for salvation. That spirit of salvation that gives men great conviction to come to you, Lord. I minister it right now to them. In the name of Jesus, I draw their soul close closer to the cross. Let the thoughts of the cross not leave their mind. Let the thoughts of Jesus not leave their head. Let the thoughts of salvation not leave their mind in the name of Jesus. I pray for salvation, I pray for redemption. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will justify them. As your hands are lifted up, you will justify them. As they are crying in their hearts, as they are calling on you, as they are pleading with you to forgive them, I pray in the name of Jesus that they are forgiven. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Do it better than that. Sure you can be better.